What? You got another car? Yeah, man. You reacting donkey. I know. Dateline Donkey, September the 20th, uh, 7.45 p.m. Central Daylight Time. Uh, welcome to Hound's Tooth Heroes, the reunited edition. That's right. Your boys will have boots on the ground in Nash Vegas this weekend as your tide takes on the Vanderbilt Commodores, where we're gonna act a donkey. We're really into right now. As always, we are thrilled to enjoy free wing sauce and beers from our esteemed sponsors, the good people at Wild Bill's Wing Sauce and Druid City Brewing. It's Wednesday, so naturally we are drunk in our respective homes, Mets. Tell listener Fred what you're enjoying. Share your shame with us. Well, Gregory, uh, granted that it is reunion weekend, as you just pointed out, and we are going to imbibe in more pink panty pull-down shots than a bachelorette party on Broadway. Uh, your boy's hitting the Pedialyte early this week. I'm just hydrating right now. Just prepping for the weekend. Yeah. Got to get ready. Fair enough, fair enough. And yourself? Um, oh, yeah. Okay. What am I? Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm zoned out for a minute. Uh, well, okay. Here, here in New Mexico, because we live in the 17th century, uh, we just got Bell's uh, Brewing. So I have been sucking on Two Hearted Hail like it's going out of style. Uh, so that is what I am uh, fairly deep in tonight, and I am enjoying the heck out of it. Sucking deep like a bachelorette party on Broadway. I like it. Oh, God. The worst. You got to get ready for that. You're coming to Nashville. Bachelorette. Uh-huh. City, baby. Anyway, very good to hear why we're talking about bachelorette parties and all the shame that comes with them. Uh, we may as well look back on the Colorado State Rams disaster. We've learned their name by now. Uh, the final Rams. score, 43-21. to 21. Don't want to do this again. We've already had a pet's heads are falling off edition. Uh, right. But, you know, ordinarily, 22-point win over a pretty good team. Uh, wouldn't be a big deal, but in this case... It feels like the sky is falling. Your Tide opened up a 17-point lead in the first quarter. Uh, a couple early touchdowns all seemed very right with the world, but then the defense collapsed, made me look like a Bobo after calling Mike Bobo the Bobo, uh, allowed almost 400 yards. Third down conversions, Colorado State went 10 of 17, uh, with eight of those coming on scoring drives just in the words of one of my favorite Chelsea soccer fans, unforgivable. And, uh, you know, furthermore, I guess, the Tide defense got zero sacks, uh, which makes one over the last two weeks, I think. They got two hurries on Nick Stevens, Rams quarterback, uh, who threw for two fourth-quarter touchdowns, ran for another. I mean, I was impressed with him, but, boy, it was an ugly outing. But other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? I mean, you're right, Ellis. It was a complete disaster on the defensive side of the ball. But being the ball of sunshine that I am, I am here for the positives, my friend. Jalen Hurts recorded his highest quarterback rating, and that Robert Foster pass and run was pure poetry. Uh, Hurts passed for 248 yards and two long touchdowns and rushed for 103 yards for the Tide in his best all-around game this season. Uh, he also hit some routes, throwing into coverage that I don't think he would have made last year. Um, 
No running back recorded 100 yards in this contest. However, uh, with carries throw, uh, spread out among three backs, I guess that's to be expected. Uh, nevertheless, we have yet to see um, a dominant rushing performance from this college squad. Correct? Yeah, that's true. It's not what we're used to seeing uh, from the run game. But I've got to say, if there is like one part of our team that I can point to, Minka is probably number one that I would point to and say, I have zero worries. Here's my child. I'll be back and, <laughs> and expect everything to be fine. Minka is one, and the running game is number two that I would trust with my child. I don't know where that's going. Sorry, Tate. Um, is that Tate's, Is that going to be Tate's take for the week? Uh, I've been given away. I've been given away. Minka is my father now. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> perhaps, but no, I just, I think, you know, we've done what we needed to do on the ground. Uh, Damian Harris world's most underrated five-star top running country right. ever. How, how do you become a Cinderella story as a five-star? <laughs> just, just so underrated. Those five stars we've got. I'm a little embarrassed of those riches again. Um, but I mean, he looks better than, uh, than he has looked, I think, and he's looked really, really good. Um, I expect him to finish out a huge year, and I'm already kind of very intrigued by what his NFL career will hold. Um, and Josh Jacobs and Josh is Jacobs back. is back. How about that? Looked a little looked a little rusty, to be expected. Right, um, right, but excited right. to see him. And we haven't even mentioned Bo Scarborough, which is hilarious. Or Najee Harris, also hilarious. Uh, so I just, you know, I think if we ever need a game where we just hand the ball off 80 times, I think we can do that and probably be okay. Okay, that's, fair that's enough. my hot take. Uh, we did have a couple of exciting happenings this week that wanted to jump to quickly before we get into all the other fun segments that the listener comes for. Uh, number one... Baseball season kicked off this year. We have a new coach. Mm-hmm. Brad Bohannon. Brad Bohannon, new coach with a giant gap between his teeth, but I'll forgive that if, uh, if, if it's bow time. Yeah, it's a punchable face he's got for sure. It really and is. Especially when you see the Auburn, former Auburn pictures, but we're not going to dwell on that. Excited things. I did hear, and I don't know, this could be totally wrong, and I hate uh, spreading false news to the listener here. Uh, I was told that oh, he no, told we them quit the baseball team. Really? Yes. Is that news to you as well? All right. Well, you know, it is news to me. If any, uh, if listener Fred or any of the other random listeners who happen to drop by uh, have any more information that on that, you can tweet to us at H Tooth Heroes on the Twitter machine, on Facebook, or you can drop a note uh, on the uh, information on the uh, website at HoundsToothHeroes.com. Like nice plug, right nice there. plug. Yeah, I mean, I would hate to see Keith uh-huh. Holcomb return to the status of just a normal white linebacker, but he does wear a neck roll, which sort of gives right. him an edge there. God, I, I, you know, you know, you know what a huge fan of everything '80s I am, and the giant ridiculous neck roll makes me so happy. <laughs> yes, that is uh, that will keep him ahead of other white linebackers. To be. All, the, all the other white linebackers. But speaking of things that make me happy, what about Papa Nasty yep. has come out with a consistency streak? Oh. Right, we're talking kickers, Andy, Andy, yeah, Papa, whatever. That's right, our good Papa Nasty, our good group boy. Uh, I don't have it in front of me because we are always prepared like that. Uh, seven for eight, I think, is what I heard, and uh, had some distance on a couple kicks over the weekend. 
But granted, unheard of in your Todd situation. On the game before that, we had to sit through Eddie Pinheiro, hashtag kickers of swag, <sighs> down in Gainesville, booting two 50 uh-huh. yarders, which was less exciting to watch. Uh, what right. else we what got else this got? week? The 2018 football schedule was announced, and uh, yeah, it is the it's home but. schedule. The home total, total but, but. Uh, we get all right. We got A and M, Auburn. Um, no, who are the other people the we have? Of uh, Arkansas State, Louisiana Lafayette. Right. Uh, right. Citadel. Citadel. Yeah. If you. Yeah, and move. Somebody said on uh, on uh, on House Youth Heroes Twitter machine today that if you buy the odd season, you ought to get the even even year for free. And that's right. Did we include? I don't know that we included Missouri on that list either. Missouri is coming to town, and if you really get a wild hair, you can travel to scorching Orlando, Florida, in late August and watch us take on. Well, they still have a Lamar. I don't think they do. Do they? No, they might. I think he's. All right, he's got another year, but really, is he going to be there? Right, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, the, the if you want to go uh, get real bored, you can uh, pop that up and uh, check out the uh, 2018 Alabama Crimson Tide schedule. But you know what I want to do right now, Ellis? I want to talk donkey. We're just going to let this ride out for a minute. That is right, Gregory. It's time. It is time for the donkey of the decade of the week. The donkey of the decade of the week is back. As uh, as it's been referred to as DDW now, which I can uh-huh. deal with. Um, you know, the options were many this week, but my heart kept coming back to Evolve. Mm, as it so often does. As it so often does when I'm thinking donkey. Uh, <laughs> Butch Jones was obviously a, a primo suspect. He of... Twitter fame for blocking your boys uh, for proliferating, proliferating, propagating uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, a, uh, picture, a picture, thank you, of Butch at a low T clinic. But that's there's nothing to be ashamed of. We just wanted to give the no. give the give give, give her a nice rise to everybody. <laughs> yes, uh, that said. <laughs> That said, I just can't think of anybody more deserving than the Vol defensive secondary uh, this past week. Everyone's seen it by now, but it's worth reliving. Uh, I have rewatched the game multiple times, to be honest. Uh, the Florida receivers just like just gallivanting. I mean, just sprinting at a at a like a skip skipping a little bit at a donkey's pace. At a donkey's pace, nicely put. Uh, just wide open behind the last defenseman's, and uh, uh, it was just such a thing of glory. The the dog pile, the Vols trying to get off the field. It was a highlight of the season, to be sure, and a donk deserving it was. of the decade of the week. 
No, that's a fair. That's a fair. That's a fair choice there. Uh, anything to get you out of the donkey, the donkey slot. All right, that's enough donkey talk for now. I don't believe that. There's never enough donkey talk. But nevertheless, we've got to move on. Remember, we are brought to you by our friends at the Druid City Brewing Company, Wild Bill's Wing Sauce. <clears throat> if you can't make it to the game and you're in Tuscaloosa, get on down to the brewery where there's always something smoking with Wild Bill's. Yeah, as Chris Dadguy pointed out, there's like a good chance that the world ends Saturday, and where better to be oh, than Druid City Brewing? I just sucking on a, a North Porter and and a, and a Wild Bill's wing. That's the way I want to go out, my friend. I heard that. Well, should we survive Saturday? Uh, there is a football game going on, and let's talk about the doors because the doors been talking about us uh, mm-hmm. after taking down oldest man in the world's team, Kansas State, at home last week. Uh, one high pitched, and I would venture to say flamboyant, Door got on the mic and said, Alabama's next. Uh, as Jalen smartly pointed out in the ensuing week, technically, we are next. So the guy was telling the truth. Uh, but the Tide has uh-huh. not lost to Vanderbilt in Nashville since 1969, the year of the moonshot. It's a nice little year. Uh, your boy here, me, formerly of donkey fame, has been to two Alabama Vanderbilt games in Nashville. I was at the barn burning 12 to nothing win in 2001. Uh, that was, I, Shad Williams was there, had a big day. Uh, good times, good times. And then set in a, uh, that was the year I set in a Vanderbilt women's basketball players' parents' seats uh, because they were literally just handing out tickets outside the stadium. Handing out tickets outside the stadium. Fair enough. Which I can Talk tell you. Talk to listener through the Vanderbilt experience. Yeah, which I can tell you, thank you, is not the case this year after getting off the phone with the Vandy ticket office uh, today. But, you know, it's a fine, fine atmosphere. I can't pretend that there's a lot of fun around the stadium. Uh, it's neat to see. I, I like checking out the Vanderbilt Baseball Stadium, which it is literally built on top of. Um, you know, there will be... I, I, I don't know. It'll be interesting that Vanderbilt's undefeated this year. I suspect the crowd will still be majority in Crimson. It'll be close, but probably 50-50 at the best, I think. I could be way wrong on that, but... My previous experience has uh, shown me that Bama fans will pack out a Vanderbilt Stadium. It's teeny tiny. There's not much of a bad seat in the house. The uh, it's more of like a sophisticated high school game. You know, there are wacky, weird, nerdy kids doing weird stuff in the Vanderbilt sections. Uh, the entertainment is lacking. I would say there is no sea murder piped in, so it's as good a game day experience as you can have those things, granted. Gregory and I haven't determined where we'll be. I like a Broadway brew house. They have a good beer selection that we may hit up before the game, uh, and there are also rumors of tailgates happening in hotel rooms overlooking the stadium, and Greg and I are always in our best behaviors in hotel. What could possibly go wrong in that <laughs> in situation? In hotel rooms, certainly. 
I've talked on too long. Was also at the 2007 <laughs> tied victory, 24-10 over Vandy. So I'm going for a hat trick here and wins. Any chance we don't get that this week, Gregory? All right. Well, here's the thing. I honestly don't know. Uh, the Doors are a veteran team. They return 18 starters. They're seven and three in their last 10 games, taking down Georgia, Ole Miss, and your Vols in the process. Uh, defensively, they're strong AF. Charles Wright, a redshirt senior, leads the SEC with six sacks. Senior linebacker Emmanuel Smith is fourth in the league with 28 tackles. The doors are tied for the most sacks at 10, most interceptions, five in the league, while leading the nation, having allowed only 13 points through yeah, three I think games. the defense here will be uh, the unit to watch. On offense, they have a junior quarterback, uh, Maryville High School alum, Patton Robinette, smartly stepped away from the game, <laughs> didn't want to play Bama here in a couple years. Did he have a, does this guy have a 1600 I, ACT I did score? I Kyle scored a perfect score on his ACT. Uh, but that said, he okay. has the Vanderbilt offense averaging 242 yards passing per game, uh, which is good for third best in the league. You know, Derek Mason has his little mantras, one that he has focused extensively on this week, saying all kinds of kooky things uh, to is his offensive line. There he has a redshirt freshman starting at right tackle, redshirt sophomores at right and left guard. Uh, that means not only are they penalty prone, but frankly they haven't seen anything in their lives that remotely resembles the Alabama defensive line and uh, and front seven, really. Uh, so there's plenty of opportunity to get to the quarterback. Uh, that said, we have spoken more than once here about that being a weak point for this year's tied team. Uh, running the ball for Vanderbilt will be, I'm pretty sure it says here, ninth-year senior Ralph Webb, most boringly named running back in SEC history. <laughs> Ralph Webb. I mean, isn't that the same name as that guy from A Christmas Story? Or is it was his last name not Webb? I, I can't help you here. I wish I could. You can't, yeah, okay, you don't know. Anyway. Uh, but he right, is Vanderbilt's all-time leading rusher, which will happen in a nine-year career. That's just sort of a, just right. sort of a tendency. Uh, unfortunately, with their woes on the offensive line, Vandy has struggled. I don't know why I said unfortunately. Fortunately, they have struggled getting the run game going. Uh, so I think that will be less of a factor, although Webb is tough. I think Kyle Shermer will be who we need to keep an eye on. Yeah, at the beginning of the season, if you'd have told me that potentially our toughest game would be the Vanderbilt Commodores, out of after what some of what you are having. But here we are. The only upside is that we are getting Rashawn Evans and Anthony Jennings back, and uh, whatever Ding Dylan Moses came up with, he's been practicing well as well. Yeah, yeah, and I haven't heard anything on Dylan Moses. That was still weird that he didn't dress out. Um, but things were so dire after last Saturday's game that Sean Dion Hamilton, SDH for those in the know, uh, called for a players-only, quote-unquote, come-to-Jesus meeting. Uh, maybe they found the Lord because this has been a recipe. This has recipe for disaster all over it. Uh, Saban, meanwhile, came out after the come-to-Jesus meeting and said, I don't think it's time to panic, which has echoes of Kevin Bacon and insincerity stamped all over it. Um, you know, 
like you said, this is a team that usually we can afford to overlook. And when uh, we're vulnerable and, you know, the injury overload is happening, the current line at 18 seems like a lot. And we've been getting more and more hate mail, snail mail delivered, uh, hating on our prediction that the Tide won't cover the, uh, this season. But I'm not sure I see it happening this week either. All right, exactly. But speaking of points, let's get to the games this week, including, as always, our hates of the week. All right, advance warning. These games suck ass. Let's start. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Starting off, we have the – I don't even know what to say about them that hasn't been said about Afghanistan. Uh, Struggling Texas A&M Aggies, I will call them, uh, who are – Plus 2.5 headed into Fayette Trail. Who you hate, Gregory? Don't know, don't care. They're both butt, but I'm going to assume Arkansas at home is a little I less think so. butt. I think someone's on his way eggs. out hating the eggs here. Oh, fair enough. Uh, Barn is uh, favored by 19 points, traveling to uh, Columbia, Missouri. Who yeah, are you that, uh, Two things that are interesting to me here is I'm just not sure what Auburn has done to have the faith of uh, the voters, I guess, at this point, because they are still 15 in the AP poll. And then the 19-point line says more to me about Missouri than it does Auburn. That is a big line. Uh, Mizzou has truly Mm -hmm. struggled. Uh, Is it worth mentioning? We can mention that uh, Auburn will be traveling a little more lightly after one quarterback Sean White has been dismissed from the team. Uh, there are rumors. Right. Huh? There are <laughs> there rumors. Are. There are, in uh, fact, there are rumors. rumors that Sean White was partaking um, in activities once enjoyed by our beloved Jimmy Johns on the Alabama team, and I don't think we're talking about pit bulls here. Right, exactly, exactly. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna. So hate yeah, what's your, what's your call on this game? Zoo. I just don't think they can keep it anywhere close to this. Yeah, it's two more butt teams. Missouri's the most butt. Literally, I've never seen this much butt on a football field. So I'm gonna so hate Mizzou because butt. well, they're butt. yes. Next up, our uh, new second favorite team in the SEC, maybe the nation, the Florida Gators. Head up to Lexington, who are on a high after knocking down the Cox last week. Uh, Gator, two and a half point faves there. Who you hate? Uh, Kentucky rolls in three and zero, but I have seen this movie before. Uh, Florida just can't score, but I think they dial up enough to pull this one out. I am yeah, gonna hate the cat. Why must I feel like that? Why must I hate the cat? Right. I can work George Clinton in the All right, go ahead. I, I don't know if Florida ever gets their players back. I haven't heard anything there. No, just not no. giving them back. But having having seen what can do to a shark, I think you'll have <laughs> no problem with the cat. Uh, hating the cat here as well. Oh, good God. <laughs> oh, good God. All right. Uh, Moo and our favorite... Um, Scientologist uh, Dan Mullen traveled to beautiful Athens, Athens, Georgia, 
where Moo is getting I am so excited about this game, this first contest, and foremost, son. because, yeah, I haven't seen Ryan much Pickens. out of the SEC in the past two or three years where I've thought, that's actually a good team. I mean, that they, they can challenge for something special. LSU's shown glimpses here and there, uh, but I just haven't seen much. And these last uh, couple games for both of these teams, I think, show that they have potential to have a good team. I, I'm not declaring them non but yet, uh, but maybe, maybe there's hope. I'm big on Kirby right now. I think, I think that Moo Yu win could ultimately, when it's all said and done, will ultimately reflect more on LSU than it does on Moo, although I think Nick, Nick Fitzgerald is the real deal at quarterback in Starkville. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this game were in Starkville, I would probably have a different take here. But right now, I'm leaning toward the dogs uh, with six. Yourself. Okay. Okay. I'm really angry about this game, and let me tell you why. After last week, Clown Shoes beat LSU, and he was anointed king like he always is. Every year he beats one team, and suddenly Clown Shoes is the savior. Suddenly the Scientologists can coach. But I remember when they were number one in the country. That lasted all of one week. They came into Susquehanna and got it handed to them. I don't know why people love to get worked up over Mullins Moo when they finally do something good. And look, they did demolish LSU. But I don't think that's a sustainable situation. This team was picked to win five games in by the guys out in Vegas this year. They may be better than five, but Vegas is rarely that far off. So hating Moo is in fact <laughs> my hero trademark. Wow, that was impassioned. Feel the heat from here. Thank you. I didn't give a hate of the week. I'm going to call them all my hate of the weeks. Yeah, that's that's a new one. That's a lot of hate. I have a lot of hate after being a donkey of a decade for a whole week. <laughs> anyway. The hot pick listener Fred came for. Your Tide rolls into Nash Vegas as 18.5-point faves against the Vandy Commode Oars. Gregory, tell me who you're hating. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if the Tide can score 18 points against this defense. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if the Tide can score 18 points against this defense, but I'm going to assume they pull off a little bit more than that. I look. I do look for a relatively low-scoring game, and a lot of that. A lot of that depends on what the tide brings on D. If it's like last week, uh, we're in for a long afternoon. But I'm hoping that the return of three three linebackers makes the difference. Uh, no way does the tide cover 18 and a half in my point in my in my opinion. But I do think we find a way to pull out a win. Don't know how, um, but here's the thing. I think we may be relying on the foot of suddenly consistent and Greek field goal kicker Andy Papanasti. My prediction, tied 27. Oh, I love it. The Commode Oars 21. What about yourself, Val? Uh, okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a blind leap of faith in our boy Dable this week. You know, it's uh, last, last week I was talking about profiting off right. of throw the damn ball, asterisk. Um, I think I think he dials it up. He hasn't had to prove hardly anything this year. Uh, I think he dials it up for the doors. At the same time, 
I think our defense comes ready to prove something. I think they want to make a statement here. They have found the Lord, as we detailed. And it seems like every year recently, whether in late September or early October, you can count on the tide to just truly show out. We've talked about it. We thought maybe last week. Uh, I think the tide shows out here. I think this is, uh, it'll be a little reminiscent of going to Georgia a couple of years ago after we had lost uh, when the dynasty was dead and then we just blew them out in the rain. Um, That Georgia team was much better than this Vandy team. So I think we pour it on early, often. Oh, man, I hate to do this. I think our streak and my prediction uh, goes down of the tide not covering. I'm going to say we cover the 18 and put us at a final of 41 to 14. Okie dokie. Uh, that's it for another edition of, edition of Houndstooth Heroes, brought to you by Wild Bill's Wing Sauce and Druid City Brewing Company, fresh off two championships at the Alabama Beer Competition. So stop by, check out the wings and the beers this weekend. Remember, you can find us on the website at houndstoothheroes.com, on Twitter at Houndstooth Heroes, or on Facebook with all the moms. Take us home, Metsy. <laughs> <laughs>